Who is on your invite list when you hold a party or when you celebrate a holiday? Is it only family and a few friends? Or do you include some outsiders? Maybe some people that have no place to go for the holiday. This is Friday, October 28th. I was shocked to discover a few years ago when Granada had a ministry to University of Miami foreign exchange students that the average student coming from abroad will never, during the time all of their time in Miami, have the chance to visit in the home of an American family. In other words, during their college or graduate program, they will not be once invited into a home. Yet at the same time, how will they know what Americans are like if they've never had an experience like that? They can't really understand American life. Now here was the amazing thing about Jesus. He had no place of his own, really no place to lay his head. Of course, he could visit with family if he needed a place to stay, but more often than not, he stayed with friends. For the Passover, he rented a a room, a hall in Jerusalem to host his disciples for dinner. On the other hand, he was often found having dinner with tax collectors or Pharisees or religious leaders or with friends. Once after such a dinner, he gave parables about banquets, and he also challenged his host with these words. This is Luke 14, verse 12 to 14. Then Jesus said to his host, When you give a luncheon or dinner, do not invite your friends or your brothers or sisters, your relatives, or your rich neighbors. If you do, they may invite you back, and you will be repaid. But when you give a banquet, invite the poor, the crippled, the lame, the blind, and you will be blessed. Although they cannot repay you, you will be repaid at the resurrection of the righteous. Now why did Jesus push his host to consider who was on his invitation list? I think there are two major reasons. First, in those days in Palestine, meals were times to solidify your social standing and also to climb the ladder of social status. That meant you were looking to invite people who could grow your reputation and status in the community. You hoped that a rich neighbor or leader with status would consent to come to your party. In so doing, you would elevate your standing. Now, this meant you were to avoid people looked down upon, the poor, people caught in sin, or people on the outside of the important social circles. When you hosted such a dinner, you needed to be very careful where you seated your guests. Your seating chart was a way you showed honor and significant to your guests. You wanted your high-status guests, well, seated next to you. And the less important people, well, they're down, down the way at a distance. You get the idea. But Jesus' point is that he and his kingdom have the opposite goal. That is to elevate the poor, and those typically not even invited over for dinner. And that leads to the second reason. Jesus is showing us the way of the Father. The Father's way is grace. This is why Jesus gravitates to the outcasts, the poor, the crippled, the lame, as they're called here. Those who cannot return the favor those that will not lift your social position in the least. You see, God loves people not based on their merit or social standing. He loves them because he loves them, because God is love. 
we come to our place with God by his choice, and his choice has nothing to do with our merit at all. You see, we were outside. We were unclean and unfit for the kingdom. But Jesus has come to us with the Father's invitation to the great banquet in his kingdom. A few years ago in the Boston Globe, there was a story about an unusual wedding banquet. Three months before the banquet, the bride-to-be and her fiancé had gone to the Hyatt Hotel of downtown Boston, and they had ordered a lavish, rich meal for all their guests on their wedding day. They had the finest china and silver, beautiful flower arrangements, endless bottles of champagne, and several entrees which their guests could choose. The bill came to $13,000. Before leaving the Hyatt that day, they left a check for half that amount as the down payment. But a month later, the groom got cold feet and he backed out of the wedding. When his angry fiancé returned to the hotel to cancel the banquet, the manager was sympathetic, but he explained that the contract was binding. She could only get 10% back, $1,300. The jilted bride realized she had only two choices at that point. She could forfeit the rest of the down payment, or she could go ahead with the banquet. She decided to go ahead. Oh, and it wouldn't be a wedding banquet, but it would be a banquet. She decided it would be for all the down-and-out people in Boston. She sent invitations to the homeless shelters and rescue missions and changed the menu to boneless chicken in honor of the groom. When the evening finally arrived, the Hyatt Hotel of downtown Boston hosted a party like nobody had ever seen before. Bag ladies and drug addicts, vagrants, took a break from the hard life on the streets, from scavenging through garbage bins, and they sat at tables with white linen while being served hors d'oeuvres, champagne, and boneless chicken from waiters in tuxedos. They got to dance to big band melodies that night, and they stayed late into the night. What a glorious, magical night for the hungry people of Boston. But as I read the story, I thought, this sounds like God's banquet. You see, the gospel is the announcement that God loves the poor. Why? We're all poor. None of us have anything to offer God. We have nothing he needs. He provides us with everything we have. But you see, we can think we are rich. We think we deserve to be at the table with God. The people who think they deserve it are actually the ones who end up being excluded. But only the poor are invited. You see, this is the good news, the power of God's gracious hospitality. And of course, Jesus says what Jesus says challenges us to think about who is on our guest list. Who is on yours? Let's pray. Loving God, we we draw a circle to keep people out, and you tear down the barriers to invite people in. Teach us your ways. Show us the power of hospitality to show forth.